Keep, love, honor, and remain. Tuesday, December 13, 2022. So, if you keep my commandments, you will live in my love, even as I honor my Father's commandments and I remain in His love. John 15.10 Today's verse sounds almost like a marriage vow. I promise to keep you, to live with you, to honor you, and to remain with you all the days of my life. I confess that I do not remember my marriage vows, the ones I repeated on the platform of the Azure Hills Church in Grand Terrace, California, back in 1979. That whole event is a blur. I know I was there. I remember appearing on the platform with the pastor, surrounded with a lot of my friends all gussied up. I recall a pastor I I hardly even knew, standing in for the pastor who did not materialize as planned. I recall singing a song to my beloved. The cobwebs in my mind have wreaked havoc on my memories. But I am still in love with the most beautiful girl in the world. The best earthly decision I made was marrying my bride of 43 years. She is the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my 65 years of life. There is no doubt that God put her in my path. I was a confused, irresponsible, and immature misfit when she let me into her heart. She should have run to the hills. But God somehow allowed us to forge a bond that has remained strong through many mishaps and reverses. So, I ask, when did God's commandments become a duty rather than a privilege? How did living an honorable life become a chore and a burden? Why does it seem that living a life within the framework of a set of laws is somehow oppressive and restrictive? Is being married a life sentence? Or is being married to the same person a lifelong of highs and lows, joys and tears, triumphs and failures that create a deeper and richer experience that we can pass on to the next generation? Do we have it all wrong? Is living within the framework of law given by a benevolent regent a blessing or a burden? I believe it was God who spoke these words in Deuteronomy 10, 12, and 13. It reads, And now Israel... What does the Lord your God want from you? All he asks is that you honor the Lord your God and live in a way that pleases him. He only wants you to love him and to serve him with all your heart and soul. Always obey the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today. It's what's best for you. Does this sound like a do or die scenario? Note the last four words. What's best for you? I sense what God is saying is that what he asks of us is for our own good. Living within his law is what is best for us. It's like a marriage covenant. It's not intended to be a burden any more than choosing to live with your soulmate for the rest of your life. That journey is amazing and exciting. Our forever friend, God, places four words into this request he is making, into his vow. It is a covenant between the Almighty and his creation. It is also a vow between two people who are committing to each other. It is personal, and yet it is granted to all who choose to enter into this vow. Keep, love, honor, remain. He promises to do this with you. Keep you close to his heart, love you all the days of your life, honor you forever, and remain with you to your dying day and forever if you choose to exchange this vow with him. It sounds too good to be true. It seems too lopsided. God provides everything that is good for us, and we relish in the scandalous bounty he pours on us. In the good and the bad days, God is always there.
keeping, loving, honoring, and remaining with you and me. That is life at its best, even when it's not. You know why? Because God is good all the time. Abba, thank you for loving me with all my blemishes. I will trust you with my future. I know you are faithful even when I fail to be. Always. In Jesus' name, amen.